Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris, and joining me is County Administrator Craig Meadows. We're here to talk about our recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for being here. Absolutely, Jen. It's good to be here this morning. Well, we have been talking about budget season and the fiscal year 2024 budget for several uh, of these podcasts here. Um, And so we have been preparing for this upcoming fiscal year, which does begin July 1st, 2021. But we had the big debut of the proposed fiscal year 2024 budget at the February 27th meeting. I'm sure you have some things you want to add. Oh, yes, we did. All the hard work uh, that staff has been doing to analyze the numbers, review the numbers, argue about the numbers, and plan for the knowns and the unknowns uh, for the upcoming fiscal year uh, was presented to the board at their February 27th meeting. And uh, I shared the budget message with them. And uh, then Angie Hill, our deputy administrator, shared some more detail on some of the numbers. So it was it was great to as I always say, there's still a whole lot of work ahead, but it was great to get to that point to present that to the board on uh, the 27th. So why was this uh, such a significant step in the budget process? Help us understand um, exactly what this means and what happens next. Well, the proposed fiscal year budget each year is the foundational work that's presented to the board to help them work on the final approved version of the budget as well as the tax rate uh, for the next fiscal year. The proposed budget as shared um, with the board at the 27th meeting outlines in detail how staff proposes that every dollar of the county budget is allocated. And once that is presented to the board, then the seven elected officials begin reviewing the proposed budget, asking us lots of questions about the budget and working on edits that they may have before finalizing something that would be approved for the upcoming year. Uh, The budget book that was presented to the board at the 27th meeting, um, that book is 281 pages. It's a lot of information, Um, but the citizens are also welcome to look at that book as well. We provide it to the board for their reference, but we have that book uh, online at montva.com backslash budget. And I would also encourage citizens, if they have questions or concerns about the budget, to attend um, board meetings between now and April to share any of the feedback they may have. Um, We're scheduled, we've asked the board to uh, work towards approval of the budget at their April 24th board meeting. There will be a public hearing on the budget to specifically talk about items related to the budget and tax rate on uh, April 13th. That's a Thursday night. But there's public address sessions at every board meeting that's a regular board meeting between now and uh, the end of April. So if citizens have comments, concerns, we always welcome that. We welcome the feedback and input. When we develop the budget, we try to make sure that we have addressed what we're aware of as staff that are community issues. But um, feedback's always welcome. Well, thank you for that. I know a lot of brain power and many, many, many hours uh, went into this uh, planning and the proposed budget. So I'm glad that you mentioned that if anyone has any feedback or wants to reach out, there are many opportunities between now and then. The best thing you can do is visit our website at montva.com to learn about upcoming meetings. And if you want to just go and learn more about the budget, as we said, montva.com slash budget. So 
Following that presentation, there were two public hearings. I'm going to jump to the second public hearing first because that is um, was pretty much a routine public hearing based on the, the amount that it was, but it was an amendment to the fiscal year 2022-2023, which is the current budget. And it's just something that we do with the schools whenever, or even our budget, when, when things have to be moved or transferred around, um, or if we get state funding and it comes through, it's just a routine public hearing that has to happen based on the amount of money. So that happened and no one spoke at it. It was, again, pretty routine. But the second public hearing was related to a topic that has been discussed a few times uh, in the last year I know of, um, the board has been debating whether to implement a cigarette tax. So at the February 27th meeting, the board held a public hearing about this. And um, I'm hoping you'll fill us in on what happened at the public hearing and then later during the new business portion of the meeting. Absolutely. But as you mentioned, the board has been evaluating for um, a number of months whether or not to implement a cigarette tax. The county received authority the General Assembly a year or two ago to be able to address that issue. And as I mentioned last night in the or at the 27th meeting, um, as I mentioned uh, at that meeting, um, we only have limited amount of tools in our toolbox to raise revenue. So the board had asked that we put together some information related to the cigarette tax. We did have one citizen who spoke at the public hearing on the 27th. Uh, he did not oppose the tax, but he was asking that the rate uh, be different than what had been proposed. And after some discussion um, in new business, the board uh, did vote to approve the cigarette tax under new business on a four to three vote. Um, so that will go into effect July 1, 2023, and we'll be working closely with the Commissioner of Revenue and the Treasurer uh, prior to the implementation on July 1st. All right, so that um, following those public hearings, there were two work sessions, and they were both related to capital projects. One uh, was related to county capital projects, and one was related to the school capital projects. Could you walk us through those and, and the outcome and the next steps, maybe for some of those things? Absolutely. Uh, first off, the county staff uh, in the work session provided an overview of uh, a number of county capital projects and the current status of each one of those. Uh, following an overview of the county capital projects, uh, MCPS staff members, the uh, superintendent, deputy superintendent, <coughs> excuse me, and their architect that is working on the Christian Spark High School project uh, provided an overview of their capital items. Both entities, the county and MCPS, have a number of projects underway right now. I'm sure that we'll be talking about these projects a lot more in the in the weeks ahead. On the county side, um, Scott Woodrum, our director of general services, updated the board on eight current capital projects, including the new county garage and PSA facility, uh, renovation here at the county government center for additional office space, uh, County Office of Elections being relocated over to North Franklin Street. Uh, the plans for the former garage and PSA facility on Cinnabar Road. Uh, an issue that we're dealing with with the parking deck stairwell at the county courthouse. Um, had some deterioration there that's got to be addressed. Uh, the discussion of a new magistrate and court services facility, which would be on the site of the former sheriff's office there on North Franklin Street. A new Eastern Montgomery EMS facility to provide uh, 
a county base in eastern Montgomery County for EMS response and uh, thoughts for reuse of the former Reiner Rescue Squad facility. Those eight projects are at various stages. Um, some are still uh, being drawn up, some uh, like the new garage and PSA facility. Uh, we're working through the final items and have actually moved into those facilities. Um, looking forward to getting the Office of Elections moved to their new office uh, on North Franklin Street beside Food Line. Uh, the plan is uh, to hopefully have that space open to the public in about a month, around April 10th. And as I mentioned, the County Garage and PSA facility, uh, our folks have moved in there and we're just finishing up a few punch list items and it's going well. Always busy, always something going on. Uh, thank you for that. That brings us to the five items of new business that were on the February 27th meeting. Um, I'll go ahead and, and knock those out. It was a routine Montgomery County Public School appropriation. Um, and then there was another appropriation for the schools regarding their CARES ESSER funding. And um, there was a resolution to approve participation in the proposed settlement op opioid-related claims and a memorandum of understanding with the town of Christiansburg to uh, extend Parkway Drive. Now, everything on new business was approved, as I know you already spoke about the um, cigarette tax that was approved as well. So is there anything that you want to say about these items, these five items that were ultimately approved by the board at the February 27th meeting? I'll add just a couple of things. Um, I did mention earlier in the podcast that the cigarette tax did pass on a 4-3 vote and it'll be effective as of July 1. But I didn't mention is the revenues that are generated from uh, the cigarette tax are going to be used uh, for our Parks and Recreation Department. That was uh, something when the board first discussed that is they wanted to designate those funds. They didn't want them to just simply be in the budget to offset uh, regular operating items. So any revenues that are generated from, <clears throat> excuse me, the implementation of the new tax will be used for parks and recreation programs and activities. The other thing I'll mention is the extension of the road in Fallen Branch Corporate Park, uh, which resulted uh, from the MOU with the town of Christiansburg. That's very important for us and ultimately the town as well. Uh, this will allow us by extending that road uh, to continue to attract new businesses to the area. It opens up uh, another tract of land for development. And on the town of Christiansburg's behalf, it also brings the road a little bit closer to South Franklin Street on the town of Christiansburg's master plan. Uh, they would like to see Parkway Drive ultimately extended all the way to South Franklin to provide a quicker connection for residents in that part of the town to be able to access I-81. And this uh, allows us to use, uh, in essence, other funding to help achieve that objective for the town as well. So it's a true win-win. That's great. Now, there's a lot of collaboration that happens with our region, and this is just another great example of that. But Thank you for joining us today. I know we covered a lot of things. Uh, thank you for the updates you did provide for the February 20, about the February 27th Board of Supervisors meeting, I should say. If you want to learn more about the Board of Supervisors uh, in general, I hope you'll visit our website at montba.com. Or if you want to view the meeting that we just talked about in its entirety, including the items that we didn't go over today, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Montgomery VA. Thanks so much, everyone. Hope you have a great day.